Liz Rao definitely has a quirky sense of humor. She's an author and now a podcast host. But recently, she's undergone a major change in her life. VSG Bariatric Surgery. Now she's on a journey to discover health and happiness. Join her as she navigates this new world. This is Life with Liz. Hello, my friends. I'm glad to welcome you back to another week of Life with Liz. So here's the thing. You know how in the beginning of season two, I was like, I just have to rant to get this off my chest so, um, you know, I don't do it anymore and I move on in a more positive manner. Well, today, actually, um, I saw someone post in a forum that they were one week post-op and pissed that they hadn't lost an ounce of weight. Um, I did not respond. I did not comment. I did not say, wow. Um, but I wanted to. And here's why. And so anyone out there who's preparing for surgery and has not yet gone through it, do not pay attention to the scale right after surgery. Your body has gone through major surgery. Not only are you full of gas one week out because they pump you full of it and it feels like you'll never get rid of it, your body is trying to retain every ounce of food, every ounce of water, And you're taking all of these pain pills that, by the way, make you also retain a lot of crap. So why would you think you're automatically going to drop 50 pounds one week post-op? You're not. Like, your body is healing. And that is the most important thing. So don't pay attention to the scale. It does not matter one week post-op. Your life is not going to change night and day, and you're not going to be 400 pounds down. Like, it's just not going to happen. So my biggest, biggest tip is to follow your surgeon's protocol. Make sure you're trying to get as much water in your body as possible. Make sure you're trying to get as much protein in your body as possible, which means forcing yourself every two hours to suck down a four-ounce cup of protein shake, and it's like the last thing you want to do. But that is your priority, to heal your body. And I wasn't allowed to eat solid food until six weeks post-op, and I probably stuck to soft food for an extra week because scrambled eggs and mashed potatoes was like great. It was a lot easier for me to eat than trying to chew food and being full after two bites. You know what I mean? Like I gave myself that time to heal. I listened to my body. At 12 weeks still, you're still healing and going through things. So (sighs) rant over But I just thought, where's your common sense? That's what I thought. So, sorry, I'm being judgy. But that, you know, was a real thought that I go through. And I'm like, what, July was like a year or so. August, November. uh, Oh, sorry. August, September, October, November. So 16 months out. And you have to just give your body time. It's not going to happen overnight. And before you know it, you'll be at one year post-op and look back and be amazed at all you accomplished. But, you know, just give your body time to heal, guys. Like, seriously. All right. So in my kind of theme of some of my posts this week on my Instagram account, I want to talk about tips to enjoy the holidays. 
So if you've gone through your surgery, no matter what stage you're at, you probably have some rules that you need to stick to, which can be hard at the holidays because if you're anything like us, like we love to indulge. We go to the ballet and we, that includes a dinner before, maybe a drink after. We have a Christmas party where we host everyone once a year. We do um, Thanksgiving. So I don't go home for Thanksgiving anymore because I like to go home for Christmas and, you know, you got to toggle holidays. So I cook. I, I cook on Thanksgiving, even though I don't even eat turkey. I don't eat meat, really. Um, but so that's another affair and another hosting obligation and blessing. I have to be honest. I love to host. But, you know, a lot can come with it. And then my husband's Russian, so New Year's is a big deal in the Russian community. So it's a, it's a whole thing, the holiday season. And you have to find ways to enjoy it without making excuses and just plan ahead and keep things in moderation and really just continue to balance yourself. So with that being said, I wanted to talk about the 10 tips to make it through the holidays, right? So number one is monitor your calories and your intake, but know that you can't save them for something bad. So here's what I mean by that. Saving your calories is very tempting uh, when you're monitoring your food. I would rather you go over your calorie limit than try to save them for something unhealthy because just because it's the holidays doesn't mean uh, you can't maintain your eating uh, habits, your healthy eating habits, your portion sizes. You should still start with your protein and eat slowly and track your intake. Keep to that, that basic policy, right? Because although it may be tempting to skip a meal in order to save your calorie for a holiday treat, it's better to stick to your regular eating patterns and make sure that your body is still on track and you're still getting protein first. You're more likely to overindulge if you arrive at a party hungry or if you save your calories for sugar, that's going to rush through your system much faster and leave you feeling hungry more quickly than protein. So don't save your calories. If you have to go over, go over, but don't save them for something unhealthy. Um, so with that being said, just don't forget the basics, protein and water first. Make sure you keep those basics in your mind because it will help you to avoid overeating and it also help keep you on track without making you feel guilty. So if you've eaten your protein for the day and you've gotten all your water and you still have room for a cookie or a piece of cake or a glass of wine, go for it. But you're more likely to just keep in a good mindset if you stick to your basic rules. So that's number two. Stick to your basics. Um, you know, number three is, it's always my favorite one. Um, it was my favorite class. I've talked about this I don't know how many times. Be mindful of yourself. Just because you're socializing and at a party doesn't mean you can't put yourself first. So it's really easy to be socializing and eat and socializing and snack and socializing and this or that. Um... But if you're consciously paying attention to like how long you chew your food or what you're putting in your body. So let's say there are two options for a snack. There are salty nuts, which would be my preference no matter what. Or uh, there's like M&M's. Go for the nuts. Just be mindful. You know, it's still 
a lot in fat, but it's also protein. Like, legumes are great for you. So that's the better path, really, in your mindfulness. You're still indulging. It's still something fatty, and it's still super salty, so it feels like a real treat. Um, Dare I say, almost as good as a potato chip. Almost. You don't get the crisp, but you do get the salt. Um, But save eating for a time when you can focus on your food. Enjoy the flavor and enjoy the texture. So don't give in to your snacks. That's what comes to me when I'm being mindful. So what I do when I go to parties, because we have these friends that love to, well, I think he loves to host the parties, um, but there's always, it's always junk food. It's always like chips and these really fatty dips and cheese and meat, and there's never one vegetarian option on there. And I go, well, I eat before I go, always, because I'm not going to eat, like, whatever barbecue or whatever they have there. One time it was just green chili. That was it. So I eat before I go, but I, I keep a bottle of water in my hand. And instead of snacking, I'll take a sip of water. So it keeps me um, on, my, on my path, right? So, and I get my water intake. Uh, number four of the rules for the holidays is to steer clear of the buffet tables because you will load up your plate like no other. Like all of a sudden, your mindful practice will go out the door. You'll have a big giant plate because you're at a friend's house or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, that looks good. And oh my God, that looks good. And oh my God, this looks good. And I'll just take one bite of this. And before you know it, the whole plate is full. And you're going you're gonna to try to eat it all. And then you're going to feel stuffed and you're going to feel horrible. And you're not going to feel good. Um, so standing close to, <laughs> close to that food as well will also cause mindless nibbling, dare I say. You'll just, if you look at it, you'll continue to want to go back and try the mac and cheese bite or try the meatball or, you know, you know what I mean? Like you'll be like, mm, ah, that, that full feeling has left. Let me take one more bite. Let me take two more bites. Um, so just don't, don't stand near it. Get your food, sit down and get your water. Um, Number five, that's, this is not an easy one for me, uh, going easy on the alcohol. So here's the thing. We're doing dry November in this house because I celebrated a lot of things in October and I know going into December, mama's going to want her, her wine. Yes, I'm a cat mom, but I'm still going to refer to myself as mama. And that is because I like... When we go home, I like to have a glass of wine with my mom, or we like to sit outside and have a glass of wine, or, you know, like, I realized a couple years ago that our holiday really revolves around always having wine in our hands, so it's not an easy one for me, but um, in an effort to keep myself a little cleaner, I decided to do dry November, because... If I continue that practice going into the holidays, I'm going to be more reserved with how much I drink because I'm going to, like, really think about, oh, God, I haven't had a drink in four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. So I'm not going to feel, like, the need for it like I normally would, I guess. And there really isn't a need for it. I just enjoy it. And I enjoy getting silly with my mom and my sister-in-law. And, um, yeah, that's how I feel about it. But... Theoretically, we, sh- we should all go easy on the alcohol. And so I'm going to try that this year. It's hard. It really is. Uh, but for starters, alcoholic drinks are full of nothing but empty calories. 
And remember when I said don't save your calories? Like, I would be that girl who would not eat all day so she could have, like, three glasses of champagne. So I'm not going to do that this year. I'm going to keep my water in my hand and go for water first. I'm going to try it, you guys. Pray for me. It's a long holiday season, I feel like. Um, Especially since they're already playing Christmas music in the stores, which I don't hate. Because it always puts me in a good mood. Like, you can't deny, Blue Blay season is, like, kind of the best. Um, But it's better to eat your calories than to drink them. That's where I was going with this whole sidetrack story. But alcohol can also affect you differently after bariatric, bariatric surgery. So here's what I notice is I eat more. I don't feel full as quickly. And I don't know if alcohol acts like a slider or whatever, but I eat more and then I snack more. And then pretty soon, like, my diet is ruined for the whole week. For the whole week, I've just blown my calorie budget, you know what I'm saying? So alcohol, in many ways, isn't really good for us post-bariatric surgery. Speaking of snacks, I mean, man, do I know a segue. Let me tell you about these snacks from bariatricpal.com. You all know I've partnered with this amazing program, and I just think that they offer so many good things. So I like salty snacks. And before my surgery your girl could just rip through a bag of Chex Mix. Like, I wasn't a big snacker, but whenever I'd road trip or be in the airport, like, I had to have Chex Mix. And it was the salt, it was the crunch, and I loved it. I loved everything about it. So guess what I found at Bariatric Pal? And I'm going to show these on my Instagram story later this week. They have Bariatric Pal Protein Tasty Bites party mix edition. They also have ones in pizza flavor. I could go with or without that, probably without, but snack mix, party mix flavor, it tastes just like my grandma's party mix that she used to make homemade every year for Christmas. So they're called Tasty Bites. It's the Bariatric Pal brand and they are full of protein. So it's 140 calories per one snack bag with 10 grams of protein. So if you are going to have a snack attack, Try bariatricpal.com. Use my promo code LRO15. Again, that's LRO as in Liz Rao Official 15 and get 15% off your first order today. And guys, they sell the snack pack in a seven pack. Just get the seven pack. Like you're not going to regret it. Don't get the single pack. Go ahead and get the seven pack because your, your dreams will have come true if you're like me and you need a salty snack. My sixth tip, I think, is pretty, it's a pretty easy one. I've mentioned it so, so many times. Drink plenty of water. Let's say you do indulge. Let's say you do have a couple glasses of wine or you do eat quite a few holiday snacks, which, again, don't feel guilty, you guys. It's not like you're doing this all the time. Um, Water will still help you flush out a lot of the sugars or the fats that you're eating, it will still help you because you'll feel hydrated. So I don't know if you've ever had a sugar hangover. I have a friend who was telling me about this because I'm not a huge sugar person. I'm, I'm a salt person, let's face it. I could eat Kalamata olives like just out of the jar. Um, but they said after surgery that they got a hankering. They were like six months post-op and they, um, their husband brought home donuts and this was their favorite treat and couldn't resist it. Ate three donuts and then the next day just felt like shit 
because instead of drinking a lot of water with it, they also then ended up drinking like a soda, which is awful for you. You should never have soda post-surgery. So not only did her stomach hurt, she had a sugar hangover, and then she ended up getting the runs, which if you've had R&Y, you would get dumping syndrome like right away, I would imagine, from that kind of sugar. Same with alcohol. Um, VSG patients don't get dumping syndrome as much. It can happen, but they had it like a day later. So um, drink lots of water is the moral of that story because hydration will keep you on track. And if I have a glass of wine or an extra cup of coffee, which is a diuretic, right, because coffee has caffeine in it, I drink an extra glass of water to kind of like make up for that. So really kind of think about that. So if you normally only get 64 ounces, but you have two glasses of wine, you need to add another 16 ounces of water to your intake. 16 months out, I don't have a problem with my water intake. It's uh, super, super easy for me. I can chug water again. It's my, it's my first love. I feel like, no, that's a lie. It's my second love because coffee is my first love. I cannot believe I just made that like verbal, like blasphemous, blasphemous lie, but there you go. Drink water. It's important. You should start doing it the minute you wake up. You should have a glass of water before you ever have a cup of coffee. Number seven, this one's easy to do guys. Exercise. You don't have to go balls to the wall and go to the gym and do CrossFit and all this other shit. Just go on a nice long walk. Go on a nice long walk, go before dinner, go after dinner, whatever it may be. But that will one, ease your mind because a lot of people rack themselves up with guilt, um, which is again, unnecessary. It's the holidays. You should indulge. Um, but exercise routines, letting them fall to the wayside and indulging tends to get you out of your habit very, very quickly when the when the holidays are over and you have to go back to your normal routine, right? So think about that, make a habit to before your family celebrations or before Thanksgiving or whatever it may be, go on a nice long walk. If you have kids, take your kids with you, make it a tradition. Every morning of Thanksgiving, you go on a one mile walk together. Like there are things that you can do that kind of make it fun for the whole family. A lot of people would do the turkey trot. <laughs> I don't like to run. So it's not going to happen for me, right? But I do like to go on nice long walks. Um, we are buying an exercise bike, so pretty soon you're going to see some very embarrassing early morning videos of me on this exercise bike. We also bought a row machine, so you're welcome. Um, I have actually just been using my exercise time lately doing yard work because that does count too. So a lot of raking to be done now that we live in a place that has trees because our townhouse, one, we didn't have a yard, and two, we were like concreted in right? So we really have like zero nature. Now I have a beautiful backyard and trees and grass and a garden, and that takes work to maintain it. So there you go. Um, but exercise, that's a huge, huge thing. We had a family tradition in my house, like after Thanksgiving, I'm going for a walk across the bridge. And it was because we always had family in. So it was a great way to see the sunset because we lived on the Missouri river and we lived I don't know, a block from the bridge in main street. So we would go on a walk. So it became like kind of a running joke, like, oh, oh, did you bring your walking shoes? But I remember it to this day, 36 years later, right? So great thing to do. Tip number eight to make your holidays a success, bring a dish to share. That way, you know, there's at least one thing you can eat and you know, it's healthy 
for you. And don't really worry about other people, by the way. If you're going over to someone else's house and you're offering to bring something, that's enough. You don't have to worry about other people either. Um, It's fine. So bring a dish to share, whatever it may be. And if you're worried there won't be a protein option for you, bring a snack bar, bring a shake, bring a little something extra for you. Bring a dish for everybody and a little side dish for you. It's totally fine. They would rather you be happy than go hungry. Number nine kind of goes with number eight, but I'm going to section it out. Choose healthier options. I think we've covered this a couple of times already, but now that you've reprogrammed your brain on how you grocery shop, how you look at food, how you eat, how you process it, how you monitor your food intake, this should actually be a very, very easy, simple thing to do because you already know you need to go to protein first. You already need, you already know that um, you should then go for fruits and veggies before you go for candy or something sweet. But there are options that you could do to still make your meal easier, right? So let's say you're making mashed potatoes and you're one of those people who uses milk. I don't. But use skim milk instead of whole milk. Use fat-free cream soups in your recipes rather than the full-fat versions. Consider sugar substitutes such as unsweetened applesauce or non-caloric sweeteners. Uh, I'd skip the sweeteners personally, um, just because those can also give you dumping syndrome, you guys. I see people and they're like, no, no, it has sugar alcohol and it's fine. That means I can delete that from the carbs. And I'm like, okay, but you're going to shit your pants tomorrow. Um, You know, think about it. It's not good. Um, You know, a lot of people will do Greek yogurt with butter instead of doing like a whole cup of butter. Um, There are lots of things you can do, you know, replace an egg with two egg whites, blah, blah, blah. But all in all, Protein first. Protein and water. Those are your two things you really have to hold on to. And rule number 10, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself this holiday season because time is very fleeting. You can't make memories forever. Your memories, somebody else's memories. This is the time to laugh and laugh as much as you can. 2021 wasn't much better than 2020, except for the fact that at some point we got to take off our mask. So enjoy the holidays. Indulge when when you want to. Do it responsibly. If not for anyone else, just for yourself. Laugh as much as you can. Smile as much as you can. And make someone else's day as well. Give a compliment. Be kind. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and remember that not everyone has it as good as you. So with that being said, I'm going to get off my soapbox here and just remind you all, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a girl telling her story, giving her tips, and relating things that she sees on online forums that she doesn't agree with. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. Until next week, let's talk soon. Looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for your girl for Christmas? Guys, look no further. Go to Amazon.com and type in Pieces of Accordance by Liz Rao. This is a story about my childhood home that I romanticized and based um, this whole world around the 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis. So check it out today. Pieces of Accordance by Liz Rao makes a perfect little stocking stuffer and It's on Amazon Prime, so you'll get it in time for the holidays.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Life with Liz.